Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Hi, and welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So why don't you make it a great one by listening to this podcast and filling up with ideas and insights and energy from amazing women. Today, Paula Henry's on the show, and we're so excited. Welcome, Paula. Hi, Betsy. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad that we're having you because ever since I've met you, you are just um, the man of the woman of many things. You have had so many great experiences along your path, serving women, serving charities, serving the community. You have so many things in your toolkit for life. So I just want to unpack that today. I want to unpack that big suitcase of life and really talk about, you know, we always go back to, you know, where it began, like kind of your upbringing and kind of where the root was that made you so on fire for good that made you such a, an innovator and such a leader. And everyone loves to hear those stories. So um, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Awesome. Thanks, Betsy. So my name is Paula Henry. Um, I grew up in Bethesda, Maryland, right on the border with D.C. So spent all my childhood and young adult years um, in the district. I was one of six children. Um, born into a very loving family. My parents worked really hard at both raising all of us and their, their jobs as well. Um, and that really, from a very young age, instilled in me a strong work ethic. They also both volunteered a ton. Um, I was very young when my mom was taking me to an orphanage where we would take things that she had crocheted or dolls that she had made, um, my, she also worked on our neighborhood committee to help make things safe for kids. My father was a scout leader for many, many, many years um, and was a lecturer at church. They both did so many things. So I just grew up with that ingrained in me. Okay. But I have a question. Yes, did you go into DC and go to the monuments at night and all the things that you would have access to living near the DC area or was that like so local that it wasn't even cool? Like, I think it's so cool because I didn't get to do it much. Oh no, it was an awesome place to grow up. You know, our field trips were to the library of Congress and um, we went to the monuments. I was going to say when we skipped school, but I'll just say we used to go to the monuments, like especially during cherry blossom season when it was so pretty and always went downtown for the fireworks on the 4th of July. Um, yeah. DC was an amazing place to grow up, and it was a much more lighthearted place then, I think, um, maybe than it is now. Um, well, definitely spectacular very- history, architecture, and access to cultural, you know, museums, so many things that as a Midwest girl that only got to go there on my fifth grade field trip, and then <laughs> got to go there, I think, three times as an adult intentionally to just explore DC, and I used to work there a little bit with a client. But um, I really admired any moment I had among those monuments and in that incredible epicenter of our country. I always loved. So, okay, just that was a side. Yeah, just super lucky. And um, I, I do think that sometimes people would say they only went to do things when tourists, tourists came to town or, you know, family. But that's not true. We all had our places that we would go to spend time and um, take advantage of what we had. And I, one, one quick story. 
I was a freshman in college at, in Raleigh, North Carolina at NC State and went to the art museum there and they wanted to charge me money to come in. And I pitched a big fit because museums are supposed to be free because the Smithsonian is free. And it just never entered my mind that people elsewhere had to pay to go in a museum. And it still actually kind of weeds me out. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So we digress. All right. So back. So you grew up in DC. You saw this role model in your parents. And, and then you went on to college. Now you said in North Carolina. North Carolina because I lived in Statesville. Statesville. Just yeah. for a minute. Outside Asheville. I lived in Statesville. We lasted. RA was from Statesville. Okay. We lasted six months. But that's a different story for a different time, Paula. Okay. <laughs> So what did you study in college? I changed my major four or five times, which I look back on now and it makes total sense considering how many times I've changed jobs. Um, But I finished with a double in economics and business. And then eventually in my late thirties, I went back and got an MBA. Wow. Um, And how did you get from North Carolina, North Carolina to Denver, Colorado that we're so lucky to have you here? What got you here? Oh, I'm so lucky. Um, I had been trying to get West for about 10 years after traveling cross country in right after college, spent three months on the road and knew that the mountains were where I needed to be. Um, so it took a long time, but during my MBA, when my capstone project I did on a company that eventually offered me a job and brought me to Denver, it'll be 20 years this June. Um, and I had been here five days and knew that whether the job worked out or not, I was never going back. This lucky is, uh, Denver, lucky Denver to get one Paul Henry. Well, you and I are right on the same timeline because I came here in 1999 and, uh-huh. um, yeah, so we're right about the same. And here it is in 2020 when we're taping this and, uh, yeah. So yeah. lucky Colorado got you and me just saying. <laughs> and we were lucky to get Colorado. <laughs> yes, absolutely. From being from the Midwest with the gray and the snow. Oh yeah. We were lucky to get Colorado. So, okay. So we got, we got you educated. We got you here to Colorado and then, you know, kind of tell everybody a couple of the different roles you've had along your business path, because I know you've been involved in um, a variety of projects, you know, interesting and important. Um, yeah, I apparently, <laughs> I don't know if I was going to say I get bored interest easily, but I think it's just that I have, I'm interested in everything. I would like to learn something about everything. So I've had many jobs and really jumped around um, over the years. I've, I've worked retail. I've been um, a server and a cook in a restaurant. I did property management. I've done communications and marketing. I've done fundraising. I did meeting and conference planning. Um, I've managed large events for a city in Maryland, parades and summer concerts and those kinds of things. Came to Colorado to manage software developers and graphic artists. Um, Ended up switching to the nonprofit field for a little while, but again, couldn't choose an interest area. So I worked for two capacity builders, the United Way and what was then called Metro Volunteers, but is now uh, Spark the Change Colorado where I was the director of volunteer engagement. So I'd help corporations get involved and help train volunteer managers. Um, I worked for a small startup here in Colorado. It's, it's really all over the board. I, my, my most recent employment was with another association um, doing membership development, but I'm now back to consulting doing working for myself. And my business is called PH balanced consulting. 
PH is my initials. So the title makes me laugh. It really has no relevance to anything except it humors me. Um, and I'm also a fair trade partner for Threads Worldwide, which is an extraordinary organization supporting women in eight developing countries through fair trade. Um, it is not a charity. It is a, a business. These women are in business for themselves and our business supports them. So that is my latest and greatest passion and makes my heart flutter to think about it. Well, so, so I'm curious because you kind of were the gig economy before the gig economy was cool. Yeah, right? I'm I calling you out for that. It was not cool. Yeah, and I got a lot of questions. By um, I'm also an expert interviewer, e by the way, because I've done so many. Yeah, um, I, I used to get a lot of questions about the gaps, and now people nobody nobody even thinks about that. Yeah, people really respect that because I think what happened between our parents' generation and our generation, in it, it's that now it's so important what you can provide. You know, people say, I want this job. And I go, okay, you know, because I've always been the employer, not the employee since I've had my own company since I was 26. So I want this job. But I would say like, okay, talking to my daughter, talking to people. But it's really about what you can provide, what skill set you have, what experience you have, what passion you have, what influence you have, what, you know, in this time to this organization, this person, whatever, to exchange them giving you something preferably money for what you're going to do for them, preferably, uh, you know, a series of activities. Um, and it used to matter. And that used to be in one building forever. And now it's very, very changing. It's very, um, timely to the tactics needed in this moment. And I think that's why someone like you is even more valuable as a consultant in this season of your life that you've taken all of that nonprofit and for-profit and startup. And plus you yourself have weathered change and resilience and all the skills that really cause um, success for business and success for causes. So I'm calling you out for good, Ms. Paula. <laughs> Thank you. And I love the way you summed it up. It, it, when I was thinking about what I might talk about today, I, I wanted to be honest about how that diverse background, although I know it gives me a unique perspective, um, being able to draw from the different sectors and all the different industries that I've been in. And I'm not an expert in anything. I don't have a title. I didn't know in fifth grade, I wanted to be a lawyer and go become a lawyer. And I've always been envious of those people and felt like my, I always, I've questioned my value um, because I don't have depth of knowledge in anything. And it really my monkey mind has been in full circus um, over the past few years, trying to get a handle on that. I'm super lucky because I've had the opportunity to learn from people um, through leadership programs and friends and mentors, how to take pauses, how to be intentional, how to recognize what's, what's real, what's truth, and what's a story that I'm making up or that I'm remembering from childhood and have turned into this thing that defines me. Um, I, I read a book about 15 years ago, 16 years ago called a cathedral within it's by Bill Shore. Have you read that? Betsy? No. Uh -uh. He um, he's the founder of save our strength and he's an amazing man. This book talks about finding purpose in your work 
and the, it's called a cathedral within. He uses the analogy of a cathedral builder. You could be a guy who says, I lay bricks all day. That's all I do. I pick up a brick, I put it down, I lay a brick. Or you could think of yourself as, I am building something so much bigger than me. I won't, won't see it to completion, but for hundreds of years, thousands of people will worship here. And it's, it's a very, it was very meaningful to me and changed the way I think about myself. Boy, it's really a great shift in how you think of that. Oh my gosh, I know you don't want me to have the break, but we are going to have the break. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Welcome back. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast with the amazing Paula Henry. And you know what I love the most, Paula, is you being vulnerable enough to tell the truth and to say what every single other woman listening to this is saying. Thank you. Thank you for saying you have self-doubt. Thank you for knowing on an intellectual level, all these experiences have made you exactly who you are for such a time as this. And that being human, that this monkey mind, this crazy says, yes, but you should, right? Yes, but you should. Yes, but you should, which is all crap. It does not matter. Anything does not matter. In such a time as this, you will find the people, places, and things that will lift you up and use every bit of your being because that's how a big God works. And that's why it's no accident that you're part of the Camp Experience Network. You're helping us with our million dollars raised in the world and you're helping us with leadership. And you are taking leadership with Threads Worldwide, which we're going to talk a little bit about now. So I, I think it's so important. That's why I made this podcast is I want real women to tell the truth. And I want other real women to say, thank you, Paula, for saying what's in my head. So amen. Amen, sister. So I now want to talk in the second half about some of the things you've learned along the way. And I want to talk a little bit about Threads because this would be the story I would tell you why you were attracted to Threads and why Threads is so blessed to have you. And then I want to hear your feedback and see if you agree. Okay. I, I think Threads being a very dynamic, really still a startup. I mean, they are still in this growth mode. Um, they need every ounce of every single thing you have, not just your ability to sell some products to support some women businesses. But I really believe you as a mentor for Kara and Angela, who is also, they've done a Boost Power podcast. You could listen to their story. I think that and the way that you um, stand in for what you believe in life is a catalyst to their organization growing. So tell everybody what I'm talking about because they're all like, where she's going off of this tangent. Tell them all about Threads Worldwide and the role that you're taking. Okay. So Threads Worldwide um, has built a steady, reliable, fair trade market for women in eight countries who are making beautiful uh, mostly jewelry and some accessories um, from the materials they have access to so that they are often found materials or upcycled. For example, the women in India are using um, recycled saris 
to make things. Uh, women in Ecuador and um, well, women in Ecuador and are using seeds and seed pods and coconut shells. Women in Ethiopia are actually using bullet cases. Um, the fields in Ethiopia are littered with, um, I guess, the relics of war, and they collect them up from the farmers who are getting them out of their fields and make amazing, beautiful jewelry. And boy, talk about turning something dark into something light and giving it meaning. Um, the women in Guatemala are using a variety of materials as well. Uh, can I st- tell a quick story about the women in Guatemala? Oh, yes, of course, because you know how uh, we have been involved with Maria Pachenko and uh, Threads for many, many years in the Camp Experience Network. And I was lucky enough to interview Maria for uh, the podcast, gosh, a year ago, January. So we know her very well. So please talk about Guatemala. Well, Maria is who I wanted to talk about. She helped build this co-op um, that is giving women meaningful work and allowing them to grow, to actually make income to take care of themselves, their families, their community, which is not traditional in Guatemala for women to work at all. So these are daring women to begin with. Um, They also had decided that it was time for a change. They wanted their children to go to school. Um, Education is important for girls too, not getting married off at 13 or 14. So the work that Maria's co-op does is extraordinarily important and unique um, on, it, on, its, on its own. And then Threads being able to help create a steady market has, is what lights me up for sure. When Maria has her ladies working in the co-op, she, they all instill love and good energy into their pieces. So that the woman who receives it somewhere in the world will put it on and receive all that love and good energy and be able to carry it with them and look down at their peace and know that they're loved and that they love the woman who made it. I I can't, I'm going to get choked up talking about it. So if a woman shows up at work at this co-op in a crummy mood, they will send her home or tell her to take a walk until she snaps out of it because they don't want any negative energy. Um, even in the environment. And I, I, I love that story. And the group is called Wakami that Maria, you know, she was the founder of. I love the other part of Maria's story as she was asked by both parties to come into government, come into leadership. And she believes her way to serve is better in the trenches with her people uh, creating, you know, this cooperative to really make these women's lives work. And I, I, I believe Karen and Ange have done an unbelievable job of creating a similar feeling here with the fair trade partners. We support each other. Um, our family values are extraordinary and so meaningful, not just to our work, but to our personal lives and how we show up in the community. We gather to make other people stronger the same way the women in the co-ops around the world do. And it's... Uh, a feeling I really can't explain. It's overwhelming how important the work is and how grateful I am to be part of it. Um, Well, and and I believe that they are grateful that they have attracted you, Paula, because you bring so much to the table and you're a fantastic leader for them, a great spokesmodel for them. And uh, you're doing a fantastic job representing that. So I think you answered my question. what, What are you excited about now? I know you're super excited about Fred's. 
And what other is, do you have any other causes or anything else you just want to work in that you think are doing a good job, you know, from your perspective as a business consultant, your perspective as an expert in philanthropy and cause-related projects? Um, I think now is a really good time to focus for, for people in the U.S. who, for the most part, have, have the means and not, not everyone, but many of us have the privilege of making choices around how we spend our dollars. And I am particularly focused right now on encouraging, educating and encouraging people on identifying what are those B Corps or otherwise organized social enterprises, um, fair trade federation members, which threads as a fair trade federation member. Because what those designations mean is that their business standards, their business operations are meeting extremely high standards um, for how they treat their people how they, what the difference they make in the world, how their communities are impacted. And especially important right now to me is they consider the environment a stakeholder. So how their operations impact the environment is also extremely important. Um, So I, I would love to encourage everyone, just take an extra second if you can and try those organizations that uh, have met one of these sets of conditions. All right. So those are B Corp. That means socially responsible corporation. You can probably learn about that on their websites. You can also search for B Corps. Uh, and that's a great idea to help some of these people that are actually starting a business strategically about being on purpose for the environment, the world, and for making a difference. Okay. Now's your really fun part. I am, I'm, I'm shuffling okay. the dream big, live big deck. So you can't practice for this. It's totally... Random, you're going to get exactly the question that is meant for Paula in such a time as this. I'm going to pull it for you. Awesome. This is perfect for you. This is the angel called Picture Perfect and says, what is working for you, Paula? What is working for you? That is not surprising that you picked that card. Um, I mentioned having sort of found my people to surround myself with who build me up and help me when I need it. Um, without tearing me down in the process. So it is the Camp Sisters. It is Threads Worldwide Sisters. Um, my, my chosen family here in the Denver community that I've met through civic engagement and volunteerism. And it, I am finally now turning the corner on this self-esteem, I don't have value thing. Uh, this is a very recent, this is really recent, this... Um, I've had a new analogy for myself. I have always wondered, when am I going to get to that thing? Where's the big thing I accomplish? Where's the, the end of all of this? And it's occurred to me recently that I'm not meant to write a novel. I am meant to write a book of short stories. And each of these chapters in my life has its own value and its own purpose. And I'm now, I now have the luxury of writing as many stories as I want. They can be short, they can be long, and they can impact different areas, but they can all come from what really matters to me, from my values and my core. Um, that's just something I've been thinking about. I hope that answers the question. It does. It's actually excellent. I think it's what everyone needs to hear. It's like not one size does not fit all. Um, having a gig life is cool. Because in a gig life, you can be on purpose for good in wherever God uses you, in whatever 
you know, people, places, and things are brought for you, Paula, to make your Paula difference. And that's why we're so thankful for you. Tell everyone how to find you. How do they get a hold of you? Um, the best way is probably through my threads work. So threadspaula at gmail.com. There you go. Threadspaula at gmail.com. Also, we have some other contacts here uh, listed with this podcast that you can find her. So thank you so much, Paula, for being on the show today. And thank you all for listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So make it awesome. Paula just gave you permission to feel like, holy moly, like, am I enough? And we all can go, finally, someone said that out loud. Uh, The same monkey mind we all share. Uh, But Paula, as she, she has found, finally, which I'm so glad, just, you know, that she will be in the place she's supposed to be. And if writing short stories is a better metaphor than writing a novel, then that is going to be a great book by our (laughs) sister friend, Paula Henry. Um, Please share these stories and ideas and the amazing Paula Henry with anyone that is looking for uplifting information, something maybe fun and wonderful to do with someone like Threads Worldwide or supporting Wakami or shopping at B Corp's all those great ideas Paula had today. Let that be part of your day because it was on purpose that you listened to this podcast. I am your host, Betsy Weersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.